Okay, we are um, moving from Yudhichem and Aleph to Yudhichem and Bet. The last thing we were talking about was the Machloket, the Rabbi Yossi Tanakama, about the days before and after these uh, special days from Megillah Tanit, that they also have the same status. And Rabbi Yochanan said, uh, the Halach is like Rabbi Yossi. That's what he said at the bottom of Yudhichem and Aleph. Uh, which was that uh, you have no fasting and eulogies both before and after these days. Okay, so Gemara says, It's the two lines up, and Yilchem and Aleph, did Rabbi Yochanan really say this? But Rabbi Yochanan also made a different statement, which is that Halacha is like the Stam Mishnah, the Stam Mishnah meaning the default unnamed uh, Tana in the Mishnah. Utnan, and we have the following Mishnah. Okay, now, the following Mishnah is important to recognize if you've never learned Masach Megillah before, and if you have, you maybe remember, that Masach Megillah, at the very beginning, the Mishnah tells us that while the normal days for Purim are the 14th Yudalit Adar, four cities out that weren't walled from the time of Yerushal Binun, and the 15th Tadvav Adar for cities that were walled, for example, Yerushalayim, um, there was a, a Takana uh, that you were able to bump up the reading in certain areas because of the inability of people in the villages to get to a place where they had uh, Kriyat and Megillah. And they would bump it up, and, and it goes through, there's, sometimes they could read Megillah on the, thir- on the 13th, on the 12th, or even the 11th of Adar. And it would always, it would always be on the, on the Monday or Thursday before the 14th, depending on when that fell out. Okay, so all that being said, so, the, uh, so it tells us as follows. The Bishop says, Even though we have the statement that you can be makdim, you can make the reading of the Megillah earlier than the 14th or the 15th that is relevant, we do not delay the reading of the Megillah. Okay, now we turn the page. Mutarin um, these days, when you do so, are nonetheless permitted in terms of eulogies and fast days. Okay, Mutarin. Okay? Now, Emat, uh, what's the case? When is this true that, again, you might bump up the reading of the Megillah, but then those days you'd be allowed to fast? It wouldn't be like a special holiday. So, So, if you want to say it's people who normally read it on the 15th of, of Adar, and now they're going to end up reading it on the 14th of Adar, Umishari, is it really permissible to fast or do eulogies on that day, on the 14th of Adar? But it's written in Megillah Tanit explicitly. Right, it says in the Megillah Tani, the 14th of Adar and the 15th of Adar are the days of Purim. And you, know, you may not, uh, you may not uh, eulogize on them. Okay? So, the, in, in a situation where the, the, the people who are supposed to read to the 15th are bumping it earlier to the 14th, that, in that scenario, clearly, they are not going to be allowed to use eulogies. But that's not because of the independent nature of the special nature of the day of the Vordid. And Rava said, Rava says, this, this teaching is only necessary to, to, to uh, permit, but permitted, uh, prohibited on this, on this one, on that one, on that one. Rashi says, right next to this, it's Rashi. The whole point of Megillah Tanit there is to tell you that the people who read on the 14th, it's prohibited to do Hesped and Tanit on the 14th. People who read on the 15th, you can't do Hesped and Tanit on the 15th. Okay? 
Um, so that was necessary. LLS, I'm continuing the Rashi. LLS, Meaning, Rava points out that that um, issue, that the 14th and the 15th, it's also to do Hespedim, uh, that's only necessary to basically say people who, are, who normally read on the 14th may also not do fasting and Hespade on the 15th, and vice versa. People who never read on the 15th, right? So, meaning we, we respect each other's celebrations and commemorations of Purim. Okay, that's the necessary point there. Okay, hold on. So, Ve'ela, rather the Gemara says, it's B'nei Arbeisar Begar Lebetulaisar. Okay, so maybe the scenario that the Bright is talking about there is people who normally read on the 14th, and they're going to now read on the 13th, but, this, again, we're pointing out that the 13th you'd be allowed to do Hespade and Tanit. Mars is not so fast. Okay? Yom, um, but Yom Nikanor who? But that, but that the 30th of the Badar is Yom Nikanor. Now we'll find out what Yom Nikanor is soon. Okay, but meaning it's another special day that's mentioned in Gilad Tani. So it's a separate reason why there can't be any eulogies. So maybe it's a case of people who read in the 14th normally, but this year they're going to read in the 12th. But again, the Gemara says Yom Turainusu. That's Yom Turainus. Turainus in English, I think it's Trajan. Okay? So that's also a special day. So what are we talking about? What's the bright to talking about when it says that the day when we push off or, 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 or bump off, you know, the reading of the Megillah, you're allowed to do Hespe. What day are we talking about? It can't be the third. It can't be the 14th because the 14th is firm. It can't be the 13th because Yom Nikno. It can't be the 12th because that's Yom, that's Yom Turainus. So it must be that they read on the 11th. The Katani. And what does it tell us there on the 11th? Mutar Bespedibatanit. Okay, it says that it's, permissible, it's permissible to do Hespid and Tanit. Now, wait a second. If it's telling us you can do Hespid and Tanit, right? And that's a day before Yom Turainus. So I thought Rabbi Yochanan said the Lach is like Rabbi Yossi, that the days before would be Asur in Hespid and Tanit. But if Rabbi Yochanan follows the Tanakam, the, the Stam Mishnah, which is our Mishnah there, that doesn't seem to work at all. So, so which one is it according to Rabbi Yochanan? That's the Gemara's difficulty. You can't have it both ways. You can't say that the days before are prohibited, and then uh, have another, and also say Stam Mishnah, Lach is like Stam Mishnah, and that Mishnah says basically the opposite, that the day before this Yom Turanus, you would be allowed, you would be allowed to do Hespid. So Gemara says, Lo, no, no, it's B'nai Abbasar, no, what we're going to talk about now is that we're going to change the scenario. It's back to the four people who read on the 14th and the reading on the 12th. But didn't you say it's Yom Torainus on that day and therefore there's a separate reason not to do Hespedim? No. Yom Torainus Gufe Betule Batulu. Yom Torainus itself was nullified. Because and his brother Achiyah were murdered on that day. And therefore, what used to be a happy day became a sad day. So they nullified this Yom Tarinus, and that would be the explanation of, uh, of when you'd be allowed to do the Hespade uh, on that special day. Okay, and therefore, there's no, again, the point is, and there'd be no contradiction because it's not an issue there. So Gemara says, Kihadar Rav Nachman Gazar Tanita Betresar. It's like this case, Rav Nachman wanted to make a fast day on the 12th of Adar. Amr Le Rabbana Yom Turainosu. Ravana said, You can't do it on the 12th. That's Yom Turainos. There's no fast days that day. Amr Lehu Yom Turainos Guve Betule Batlu Hoyal Venegar Bushmaya Bachiachiv. He said back, No, Yom Turainos was nullified. It was nullified. Okay. The Gemara says, yeah, but again, but Tevaglad to Havla Yom Shalifne Nikanor. Why don't you say, but the 12th, there's a separate reason why you can't uh, do the uh, fasting on a day. It's the day before Yom Nikanor. Remember, Yom Nikanor is the 13th. So the day before Yom Nikanor, also you can't do uh, fasting and eulogies. 
Amar Vashti, Hashta iu gufe batlu bishom yom nika nor neko benigzar. Says no. Rabbi says here's the says here's the difference. If, if you had a special day on the twelfth and you nullified that day because something else bad happened, when so now you're so the whole point is you're going to make it not special. What's so you're going to make it now? You still can't do fasting and eulogies because it's the day before yom nika nor. Sorry, like there has to be a limit at some point. We have to acknowledge that's a difficult day and we're going to leave it like that. And that's where it ends up being, and that solves all our problems. Now, the Gemara says, okay, well, that's very nice. We worked all out. But my Nicanor, um, my Tyrannus. What's this Nicanor? What's this Tyrannus we've been talking about the whole time? What are these days? The Tanya, the bright, the thousands of dollars. Nicanor, echam me afrecheya benimaya. Nicanor was one of these, uh, high-ranking, uh, Greeks. He, I guess he was like the general. And every day he would wave his hand, I guess very arrogantly, over Judea and Jerusalem. The Omer, he'd say, When will this place fall into my hands? I will destroy it. And when the Hasmonean kingdom rose up and defeated him, right? These Greeks, right? The Greeks, they lost the Hasmonean, right? Brutal here. They cut off the, like, the thumbs of his hands and his feet. And they hung them by the gates of Jerusalem. And they said, The mouth that spoke arrogantly, and the hands that would wave over Jerusalem, vengeance will be done with them. Okay, so that was a happy day. They defeated this evil uh, uh, Nicanor, and, uh, and that was a celebration. So that's why we recently they had a, a, celebrate, a celebratory day there. My Torinus, what's this uh, day of Trajan? Amruk Shabikesh Tyrannus Laharogat Lulinus Upapusachi Belutkia. Okay, so uh, Trajan, he wanted to kill these two individuals, Lulinus and Papus. Okay, Amr Lahem, he said to them, this is like his little threat. Ime Amosha Khananya Mishal Bazaryatem. If you are from the nation of Khananya Mishal Azariah, remember Khananya Mishal Azariah, they were miraculously saved, right? Because if you're like them, then let your God come and save you from me. Meaning, basically, I'm going to get you. And uh, if you think there's going to be a miracle, so let your God come and save you. So he said, okay, like the same way he saved, saved these guys from Nebuchadnezzar. So Amrlo, so this is their very, their very uh, uh, mouthy. So they, they said back to him, First of all, Hanani Mishal Nazari were absolutely righteous people. And they were suitable, they were worthy of having a miracle performed by them. Okay, that's number one. And second of all, Nebuchadnezzar was a, right, was a, let's say, a proper king. Okay, I mean, he, I guess he was fair. I mean, he was brutal, but he was fair. And it was worthy for him to have a miracle, like, sort of through him, meaning, like, in his time, like, you can have a miracle. But this wicked person, meaning you, you are, like, you know, plain, you're regular, or if you want to be rude, an idiot. And you're not worthy of having a miracle. And we are basically worthy of death. We, we, we are liable to death to Hashem. Makom here means like to Hashem. Meaning we're not, we're not worthy. Um, if you don't kill us, God has many people who can you know, execute us on His behalf. There's many uh, bears and lions that God has in His world that can you know, uh, attack us and kill us. Okay, Ella, rather, Loma Sarno, Kadosh Barhu, Biatcha, um, 
the only reason that God gave us over to your hands as that he's going to come back and like you know re- demand our blood uh, our blood from uh, from your hands meaning they're basically saying like we deserve death anyway it's like we've done plenty of sins in our life but you know if you're going to be the one to do it it's only so that you can get punished later even so after that happened Haragan he still killed them Miyad Amru, immediately, or they said, I don't know, the observers said, I don't know, whatever, the people telling the story, uh, They didn't move from there, meaning almost immediately, these uh, messengers came from Rome, and they uh, hit him in the head, and uh, with uh, axes, and they uh, basically killed, they killed this, uh, this, uh, Turianus, okay? So he got so he got killed too. So I guess again as a special thing, like Toridus, he acted so brutally and yet he got killed too. He got his comeuppance, so then we had a special day for that as well. Okay. Let's do the last little bit before the end of the parakeet. There's certain days we don't start doing our fast days. And uh, one of the things is we don't start off on Thursdays. We always start a sequence on Mondays. Gemara says, How much is a beginning? What do you mean a beginning? Ravacha says you don't do a sequence of three that starts on a Thursday. Rabbi Yassi says even to do one fast day. If you do an individual fast day, don't do it on a Thursday, do it on a Monday. Uh, he said that is in the words of Rabbi Meir. Shamar Bishum Rabban Gamliel or Rabbi Gamliel. Umashlim. You can still uh, you can fast and you can still complete the fast. Darsh Mazutu means made Rabuna Halacha Mitane Umashlim. The Halacha really is that you can fast and even complete the fast on that uh, on that day on a Thursday. Hadun Lach Seder Taniot Ketzav. Because that's the end of the Baruch on the second parak. Uh, it was much shorter than the first parak. And let's jump into the Mishnah. Do you notice again, there's a very long Mishnah again in this parak as well, similar to the, first, to the second parak. But we'll do the first few lines and we'll just get ourselves to uh, the next time. Okay, so Seder Taniyot, this uh, order of Taniyot that we've talked about, Ha'amor Bereviah Rishona. So all these Taniyot that we've been talking about, the sequence of the Wamer, the ones we, that, we had the three fasts that the Yechidim do. And then we had three fasts at the beginning, and then another three fasts, and then seven fasts. Right? All these different sequences. That all has to do with the Riviyah Rishana, the first rainfall. It's all in anticipation of the first rainfall. Avah. Smachim Sheshanu, that if you have the plants that change their appearance, and let's say there was some rain, and things started to grow, but then there was a lack of rain, and then the plants that we have growing start to, like, I don't know, like, let's say, get uh, withered, or something's wrong with them. We immediately have a new hatra'ah, a new, like, uh, calling out for mercy from Hashem, and uh, we start whole, immediately start the process. I think Rashi says here, matri'im, uh, maybe not. Um, I think what it means matri'im is, uh, basically, means that we start the, uh, the whole process, meaning, like, the full-fledged, not maybe the, the, the three, 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 but, like, Go right into the most severe um, fast days that we have. Similarly, if you have a delay of rainfall between one rainfall and the next rainfall of forty days, again, you get again you go right into these fast days because that is a uh, plague of famine. Habit of rain fell that would be good for the plants that are growing, but it's not sufficient for the trees. The trees, I guess, need more rain. Or the reverse. It's good, maybe it's like a harder rainfall, which is good for the Elan, but it's not a good rainfall for the Smachim. You know, we need a more gentle rain for that. Uh, maybe it's good for the, ra- for the trees and the plants, but not for the cisterns and the, uh, and the caves and the... Uh, and uh, the wells, right? So those need to also get filled with water. Again, matri in miyad. We have immediately like response to call out to Hashem. Have these fast days. 
Similarly, a city, an individual city that doesn't have rain. We had this actually earlier. Right, we have a similar thing where if like an individual city or town, an area gets the rainfall, it doesn't get the rainfall it needs. As the Pazuk says, that sometimes Hashem will bring rain to one place and not to another place. They're also, they need to, uh, they need to start immediately this, uh, this thing as well. Uh, and then we'll, uh, if you go to the Yotem Manalaf here, we'll just show, show, show one line and then we'll continue tomorrow. Uh, so it's a discussion now who actually starts to have these fast days. So the first line is that that city has the has the uh, inoy has the uh, fasting and they're, and they're caused out. Uh, maybe blow chauffeurs and things like that. But the area, the areas around it, uh, they'll fast, but no matriot. They don't go as far as like having the chauffeur blowing the whole thing. Uh, we'll see. Rabbi Kiba will disagree. Uh, he says the reverse is true. Okay, so that we'll get into. There's Azizim tomorrow. We'll stop here. Shikoch.